0: Kia ora and Marangamai, which means rise and shine. It is Monday, the 2nd of August, just before 8 o'clock. I'm Bernard Hickey with the Dawn Chorus for the Kaka. Big news today is the Human Rights Commission has announced it will launch an official inquiry into what it says is a housing emergency and a failure of recent governments to provide for the right to a decent home under Section 5 subsection two of the Human Rights Act. So this is a new approach, essentially saying to the government, you've failed legally to um, deal with the housing crisis. We're seeing a bit of this around uh, climate change and um, certainly the United Nations Special Rapporteur on Housing um, gave a scathing report to the United Nations in June and now the Human Rights Commission has followed up with a full inquiry which it says uh, will follow its um, guidelines on on housing and also take into account tetriti. So this is um, quite an interesting piece of news and no doubt embarrassing for the government, not that embarrassment is what it's all about. We obviously have a housing crisis. As you can see lower down in today's Dawn Chorus, yet more stories about uh, painfully high rents, particularly in regional centres, uh, real problems with new real estate listings, they're at record low again, record lows again, and um, we all know the problem we have with unaffordable housing, uh, more than 10 times income in most places, and the government doesn't have a strategy to improve that. In fact, its current baseline assumption is that sustainable house price inflation is around 4% or so, which would mean there would be no improvement in housing affordability. So um, keep an eye out for that. There's more detail lower down in today's uh, Dawn Chorus, including the various quotes from Paul Hunt, the Human Rights Commissioner. And uh, we're going to get more detail on that later this year. So uh, that will be one to watch as we go forward. And of course, the Waitangi Tribunal is also holding its own inquiry into housing, which has come up with lots of detail. So... Uh, what else is happening in the news today? Well, we got a new poll out last night from News Hub. This is the Reed Research poll. shows Labor down 10 points to around 43%, but it's not national that is the beneficiary. It's mostly ACT with David Seymour above uh, uh, Judith Collins in the ratings for preferred prime minister. Now, all sorts of reasons suggested why Labor has fallen in the polls in the last month or two. Perhaps it's the slow vaccine rollout. Perhaps it's all the problems that many people in business are having, getting people into the country. Um, Perhaps it's the housing crisis. Uh, Who knows? Uh, But it's certainly a thing. And um, the main reason why uh, we're not seeing national uh, take it up is that um, we're going to uh, see not very popular we don't have a very popular um, national opposition leader and that will be interesting to see how that plays out in the next couple of weeks there is an annual meeting of the national party this coming weekend in auckland where it's expected the president peter goodfellow will go uh, no one's suggesting that judith collins will go but this will um, add to more noise on that front elsewhere in the scoops this morning nick jones reports for the new zealand herald unfortunately it's behind the paywall that uh, DHBs are 30,000 operations behind, they've been delayed, and um, a lot of this is not necessarily due to COVID, and this was happening beforehand. Again, part of the story, New Zealand um, encouraged a million people to come into the country and didn't build the infrastructure for them. And I suspect what we're seeing with the government's reluctance to approve residencies for all sorts of people is that it's dawned on them that you can have all these temporary workers here Uh, But if you give them residency, you've um, effectively baked in the uh, higher uh, uh, population. Uh, But of course, the government, along with previous governments, doesn't want to spend the billions of dollars on infrastructure necessary to do it because that would raise the government's debt track, which apparently is a problem. Um, Treasury has been saying for Three decades that you don't want debt above 20% of GDP. It's starting to loosen on that, but um, the uh, widespread mantra about keeping debt down is the reason we have this infrastructure crisis playing out in all sorts of ways. Schools, hospitals, and uh, certainly uh, Nick Jones doing some good reporting there on what's happening with the DHBs. Thomas Coghlan also reporting this morning for the Herald that the Ministry of Health has only just ordered 3 million new syringes which Chris Bishop, the National Party spokesman, is uh, pointing out. Again, the Ministry of Health, apart from Ashley Bloomfield, is not the most popular ministry in the government and is widely seen around Wellington as one of the least functional and competent and uh, good at delivering actual services. Again, part of the story uh, that... Until now, the services were delivered by the DHBs and the ministry was a policy ministry giving advice on stuff rather than doing things. And the government is now, of course, um, revamping the DHBs, um, turning them into a single body. Uh, So we'll see how that um, plays out. Now, what's happening on the COVID front? Uh, um, In Brisbane, uh, they went into lockdown yesterday after they found Delta clusters at five schools. That's not good. In New South Wales, um, it looks like the COVID-19 tracking and tracing system there is falling behind on the number of new cases. They've got over 100 people. They don't know where they've been or who they've been in touch with. You've got dozens of uh, people in Sydney who have tested positive for the Delta and they were out and about in the community. You do wonder about Sydney's so-called, quote, lockdown, unquote. Um, More pictures you're seeing yesterday of all sorts of people at the beach and various places. Um, Now, this is interesting. Uh, Obviously, it looks like it's out of control in New South Wales, which is awful. Um, There's still only 20, 30 percent fully vaccinated. They are saying they're going as fast as they can. And the Sydney Premier or the New South Wales Premier is saying, you know, let's let's, uh, have another look at it at the end of August. But we did get some news out of the Australian National Cabinet on Friday, which is worth knowing about. They've announced the details of their vaccination strategy, i.e. at what thresholds will you start to open up the economy. And in Australia, they're saying they're not really going to do much until they get over 80% in all states. So not just an average across the country, but in all individual states. And that looks like it's unlikely until mid-2022. So to be realistic, you wouldn't expect our bubble to open before mid 2022 and certainly in Australia you wouldn't see them opening up beyond Australia until after then as well that's important because of course many of the flights that come through to New Zealand come through Australia and so do many of the tourists so um, essentially we have uh, not quite outsourced but we're certainly very cl- clearly connected to Australia's vaccination strategy We're expecting something from the Prime Minister in the next couple of weeks to detail what our strategy will be, where the thresholds are, how soon, that sort of thing. We'll uh, no doubt ask more about that at the post-cabinet news conference later today. Parliament uh, starts again uh, this week for a couple of weeks, and uh, that will... um, Let me just check actually how many weeks it is. It is... Yes... uh, two weeks uh, in August, and uh, that'll be important because all the ministers will be back and um, we'll have a chance to ask some questions. I'm keen to ask uh, whether there should be a residency um, um, moratorium, if you like, uh, i.e. all those people who are here on temporary work visas to be given an amnesty, if you like, a um, permanent residency just to clear the decks and acknowledge the enormous work many of those migrants have done here and the immense pain they're having at the moment because of delays in reuniting with family. Um, Essentially, we've got a couple of hundred thousand people in New Zealand in an awful limbo. Um, We can't really call ourselves a team of five million when we treat so many people so poorly. More stories over the weekend of doctors and accountants deciding to just give up on New Zealand and leave because of the problems getting residency. I'll also be keeping an eye out for um, what the government is saying about this human rights inquiry into housing and um, and also asking whether pharmacies and GPs should be included in the vaccination rollout plans. At the moment, they're not. And you do wonder, if you're really desperate to get that vaccination up rate as fast as you can, you'd use all your sources um, and uh, also, we got the first mass vaccination event over the weekend at the Monaco Events Centre, which seemed to go quite well, over 15,000 people vaccinated, but they're not planning another one for another six weeks in that centre. So you do wonder about the urgency and how fast uh, we're going, and of course, we're well behind the rest of the world with our vaccination rates. Also, keep an eye out in today's um, Dawn Chorus for a few more um, useful charts, including on housing listings. They are less than a third what they were in 2008. This helps explain why, despite... Uh, higher interest rates and tighter tax rules, still significant surges in house prices. A good link to Andrew Chen's um, interactive poll tracker. Uh, that's very useful. And um, I hope you enjoy a couple of fun things there. Kakite ano. I am Bernard Hickey with the Dawn Chorus for the kaka.